First question of the night comes down to your favorite football movie. If it is not, remember <laughs> the Titans. You have to explain oh. to me why it isn't. My favorite football movie favorite, is, is yeah. not Remember the Titans. Really? Okay, what is so, it? So, the greatest football movie. Uh, okay. The program. I don't know if you've seen I've it. I've never heard oh. of that. Is that like a B movie? No, it's not a B Does movie. Does it have it was like, actors that we know? Um, yeah, but I don't know their name. Okay. You have to watch it. But okay. It's, uh, it's based off a college program, and uh, it's, it's the most realistic football mm. movie as far as football. And you get a lot of football movies that aren't really like Blue 52. Like no one says Blue 52. You know? <laughs> it just sounds cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's the most realistic football movie. And it goes to uh, uh, basically this coaching staff and this entire program. And they got a Heisman candidate and the pressure is getting to him. And he's, mm. you know, he, it's, it's really messing with him. And it, it's just a really cool, it's, it's a very realistic movie. And there's a part in that movie. <clears throat> so when it first came out, um, and Joe Kane is the quarterback. Okay. And, uh, He's always having to test himself to keep keep the edge, right? That's his deal. He's always got to – like he stands in front of trains and jumps out to – speaking of trains. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the movie, he actually laid down in the middle of a freeway. Oh, wow. And so when it came out in the movie theaters, of course, people were doing that. And what, what happens when oh you lay in the middle gosh. of a freeway is people get people – get, so they had to actually pull that part out of the movie. So I actually oh. saw it. When it was actually like pre-cut, yeah, before they wow. took that out. But yeah, that's, that's the greatest. I'll, I'll argue with anybody about the program being the greatest. Did, did Tonight, he, you go watch it. I will. I yeah. will. Uh, do you think that he did it actually for the movie, or do you think that it was just like a raw cut? Um, you know, because it was probably. How, how old is this movie? It's probably late nineties. Okay. Yeah, mid nineties, late nineties, maybe. So they probably cleared the road. Yeah, they probably just said, "Hey, don't don't run them over." Yeah, (laughs) there's gonna be a guy here. Yeah, the the, what do they call it? CGI or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, not not. It wasn't as high tech as it is now. Sure. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Coach. Kale Sanders with us once again and uh, coming off of the game against Volcano Vista on the road and preparing for the game against Clovis on the road as well. Um, is there anything better for a team early in the season than an overnight road game? Ooh, that's a double-edged sword, I think. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we took it as an opportunity to, to, to get our young ones on the road and we treated it like a playoff game. And mm. like I said, we talked about it and we traveled really well. Um, it was, it was a lesson in uh, adversity. Though we got about, you know, ten miles outside of town or outside of our TJ had some had some bus troubles. Oh, it is what it is, right? Sure. Nothing, nothing. It just happened, right? So we had to switch some buses, and we were late getting into Albuquerque. And I mean, we were probably we probably didn't get in, in the rooms and checked in until almost midnight. Oh wow! So uh, that's a little bit of adversity. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we got up early and, and we, we breakfasted and we met and then we went. And so I think our, our kids traveled really well. Um, I don't think it it wasn't anything that hurt us. Um, sure. Like I said, if we're going to go on the road and have to play a playoff game, what a better way to practice that. Yeah. Only except for the third week, you know. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I think the kids did well. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. We're going to go into Volcano Vista. We lost 28 to 7, but going into the half, it was 7 to 0. So how did you hold back the volcano senior loaded offense? Yeah, it should have been seven three us to okay. be to be brutally honest, right? So we stop them down there. They drive. They get to about the what I don't know fifteen or so. Um, they line up to kick a field goal. We 
We jump off sides twice, mm. give them a fourth and one. They go for it. They actually end up scoring that drive. Makes it seven nothing. Silly mistakes, right? Silly uh, yeah. special teams, sophomore mistakes. Um, gave them the chance to score, right? So I give them that. I give them that three. Um, but we get the ball. We're on the one, and we don't punch it in. Wow. Um, to be honest, like we should, if we'd have punched that in and held them to three, it's seven three at half. It's a whole other ball game. But yeah. I, I was super proud of our guys. Um, our defense played out of their mind. They did really well. Um, and, and I told the kids this, too, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it, but the offense, that's all on us. That was, that was a complete um, offensively driven loss, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. Sure, so yeah, no. we, we, we didn't keep them off the field. We didn't drive. We didn't get points. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't do anything we wanted to do. And it tests some of that to, to Volcano's defense. They were solid. Yeah. They were absolutely solid. But some of that was, you know, watching the film, I just want to kick myself because there's just one guy here, one guy there, silly mistakes, silly, silly mistakes. I just – it kind of makes me mad when I sit here and think about it. Sure. But it's a lot of assignment football that was missed. Um, so, yeah. So it was more mental than anything? I would say so. I mean, yeah. granted, there was some physical stuff there went on. You know, they, sure. they, they had some dudes. Um, but more of that – Silly mistakes. So, and I, what we did good was we didn't, you know, we didn't have the penalties that we had in the past that put us behind the chains, which I'm glad because it was hard enough yeah. without it. But um, yeah, they did. We had two penalties offensively, and they were both holding penalties, which mm. they were legit holding penalties, you know. But um, yeah, our, our offense just just stalled and sputtered, and we could never get it going schematically. You know, we knew what they were going to do. We knew they were going to give us that crazy, you know, blobo three down stack look and and bring heat all over the place. And that's what they did. And, you know, we were ready for it. We just didn't execute, honestly. Sure. You know, we had we had open receivers, and, you know, Kaysen didn't have the best day of his life. You know, he was three for 15. So um, when he did throw a good ball, we dropped it. Uh, yeah. And when we, you know, would throw a good ball, or when we went wide open, we'd, we'd shoe shine him with it. So like, mm. It was just a – just wasn't a good day across the board. But I'm super proud of that defense, our defense – they kept us in that football game. But coming out of half, we get the ball. We're three and out. They get the ball, 10, 12 play drive score. Sure. They kick it back off to us. We three and out again. They go another – I mean, you can't – they're tired. Like, we just yeah. can't do that offensively. We got to do our part. Got to help them out. Uh, it looks like you had to deal with a solid QB from Vol Volcano. Yeah. It showed that he threw 122 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. What, what is your approach with a guy like that? You know, just to c contain him, right, Ben, to no break, you know, bottle him up. And honestly, the two that he got there towards the end were just just, just kind of fluky type deals and some mm. play action stuff. They were to the point at that point, they were just trying to kill clock. And that, that the running back was the guy. Okay. Uh, that number three, he was he was a tough runner. Um, they ran inside zone on us, uh, you know, and they, we just, they would chunk up seven, eight yards a pop, um, you know, especially when our kids got tired and we were – in a 20 place, you know, into a drive. And yeah. that third quarter really got us. But, um, yeah, so that, that quarterback, well, he was good, though. So they just picked and choose when they were going to use him. Yeah, because it, like you said, uh, they're number three. He had 216 yards rushing. Yeah. What yeah. made him so effective? Um, the 6'7", 230, 250 <laughs> the guys offensive line. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it was the times that I, I looked over to one of the coaches and I looked out there and – and I was like, this is literally David versus Goliath. Like, wow. our, they were just towering over our kids, and our kids were just scrapping and fighting. And, uh, but yeah, they were, they were some, mm. 
They were some men, like that number 44, the middle linebacker, he was warming up for the game. And I was like, oh, he's not high school. This isn't real, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was huge. But, That's crazy. You know, and our kids didn't, didn't, didn't shy away from it, right? They, they, they put their pants on just like we do. But yeah, it was it was that that old line was solid. Yeah, um, according to Max Preps, Bubba Anderson had the most total tackles with sixteen, mm-hmm. followed by Simon Rubio and Braden Pearson at ten. Uh, how do these players stand out on defense? Well, I, I, Bubba's awesome. I love Bubba. I just don't want Bubba leading the team in tackles because he's a safety. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like sure. you don't want your safety Last leading. Yeah, yeah, you don't want them. But you want you know the backers and Rubio and and Rubio, a sophomore. Um, hasn't got a lot of playing time this year. Um, you know, he's he's kind of came in and out sparingly, but he played a lot Saturday and he did really good. Um, you know, he stuck his nose in there. And like I said, Bubba, you know, Bubba's been battling a shoulder injury all year. He's just fighting. You can't keep him off the field. Um, mm. He's just that kid that he might not have the best talent in the world, which he he's talented, but he's not, you know, a blue chipper, you know, but he's going to do everything right. He's going to show up and he's going to freaking get it done for you. And yeah. we, we can win with those kind of kids. Sure. Yeah, and it shows that uh, you had 18 different players with at least one tackle on Saturday. Yeah. Um, what does that mean to you? Well, it means to me when I see that, it means that we're not, you know, it's almost a flip-flop of offense. Offense, we have like 11 guys and they go, you know, defense, they're, they're, they're shoveling guys in and out. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that to me that's really good because a lot of those guys are young. So the, the more reps and the experience we can get with those guys is great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's everyone's contributing. You know, Coach Weiner's done a really good job of – he really did a really good job repairing. Some of that stuff was just, you know, we we made, you know, missed tackles and, you know, we missed a couple of assignments on the little boots and the, you know, they're they're tied in, got one cheap on us. But, you know, I, I think for the most part, our kids did really, really good. I told them in half, I'm super proud of you guys. Let's go back out second half. Let's shock the state because no one expects little Carlsbad to go out there and compete with the number two, three team in the state. Yeah. Everyone expected a freaking blowout. And that's not, I mean, Volcano knew that they had their hands full at halftime. So. Yeah, it was a respectable score yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what kinds of things do you stress for post-game recovery? With all these guys getting, you know, playing time, we talk about Mendoza carrying the load mm-hmm. uh, offensively in the rushing game. You know, there's a lot of guys being used a lot on both sides. Yep. Um, what do you stress the most? So, or what are a few so things? So instant, instantly, like if a football rise um, – it's the, it's it's you're gonna live with the trainers. You're gonna ice bath. So we have mandatory ice baths for guys. Mandatory treatment. Mm. Um, of course, those guys and, and Derek and Luke are they're awesome. Yeah, they take care of our guys. Um, they're always there. Whatever we need them, you know, they 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 do a really good job of taking care of our kids. Um, but for the other part of that is I stress this all the time is you know I want you to go home and go to bed, get your rest, and I always tell them fluids and carbs. Right, get your rest, fluid, and carbs, and take care of yourself with a trainer. You're going to be okay. But a lot of that yeah. comes down to what what did you do from March till now, you know? And I think the True. railroad ties, going back to the railroad ties, I mean, that, that's kind of you kind of build that that armor for the season, and that's part of it. Yeah. All right, it's Clovis week. They are zero and three. So how do you keep your team from the this is an easy win mindset? Yeah, it's an zero and three against Canyon and Randall. You know, okay, two, five A, six A, you know, Texas football teams that are solid. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's not a it's not a walk in the park, and our our guys know that, and and we we iterated that today when in our in our meeting is you know listen, zero and three, but 
they're very capable of wiping the floor with you if you don't sure. show up. And, you know, we just keep that mindset. And, and I like to kind of keep the, keep the lid on our kids too. You know, this, oh, everyone's going to beat you. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're not ugly. I mean, you're not pretty, you're ugly, you know, <laughs> you're not fast, you know, all that stuff. But, um, you know, so going into this week though, looking at it, you know, Cl- uh, Clovis is, you know, they're, they're going to be better than they were last year. Um, you know, coach McGraw over there, he's got, uh, He's got two years under his belt with that with that triple option. So those guys kind of starting to get it. They try to understand mm. it. He's got some, he's got some kids over there that are, they they, they pass the eye test. They got sure. some big old linemen. They got some skill guys that are really good. Um, <clears throat> they're a lot like Goddard though. They, the numbers they don't have huge numbers. So they got a bunch of kids going both ways. So if we can do what Volcano did to us and keep the offense on the field and drive a little bit and. Mm. Uh, you know, get some of that lungs and legs out of those kids. It'll help us. But yeah, so it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good fight. If we don't show up, yeah, we're we're going to get in trouble. You know, we we we're not we're not that good. We can just have an off day and and, sure. and win. So we're we're going to have to bring our A game every time we step on the field. Um, what can we expect from Clovis, a team that hasn't had a game within twenty six points of their opponent yet? I know you said that the teams are have that they've played have been Absolutely. really good. Yeah. But what do, what are we looking at? Um. They're gonna come and fight you. That they, that I think they understand their schedule and they they understand mm. that they did the same thing last year. I think they ended up being zero and five going into district, and actually made the playoffs because wow. their district was lost on us. And they so, aren't in our district. Anymore. No, I think they're they're in the. I think I want to say Capital and Los Alamos. So basically, their their district championship comes down to whoever, whenever they play Los Alamos, and Los Alamos okay. is solid this year. Um, but yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna be in the playoffs because they'll be probably number two in their district. Um, so those kind of kids kind of know that. Very similar to Lovington, they have mm-hmm. a really beefed up first five games, and then they kind of roll through their district. Sure. And so you know that's it's to be expected. He, you know, I think that schedule was there before uh, Coach Coach McCraw got there. So he's just kind of having to live with it. But um, they'll that'll be changed up. But yeah, they they're they uh, they're going to come and they're going to they're going to well actually they're going to be at home. So yeah. And they got they got a brand new turf. They got the flashing mm. lights. So. They're they're they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna show up for their home yeah. their home games, but yeah, they, they'll be ready to rock and roll. They they kind of get it, they understand, but they're gonna be better than they were last year. If you could pick one thing for your team to improve on week to week, just without doubt, what would you say that would be? Good question. Um, well, I I, I go day by day, honestly. Is, is I tell those kids to stack a brick every day, because um, it's a big house and it's a lot of bricks and. Uh, I just honestly just get better at your trade, right? So we've two platooned, right? We got offensive guys, we got defensive guys. We're super shallow, but get better. So I don't want to waste time with a bunch of guys that are wideouts. Half the practice server, they're standing there watching the DBs, mm. you know? So we get to spend the whole day working on your skill. Um, so I think that's going to help us out long-term wise. You know, we might not see the, the, the fruits of that until next year or the next year after that. but. You know, so my my deal is just get better every day. Just sure. just just get better, whatever that is. If it's run a better route or better stance, or you know, with our offensive linemen, you know, we we had a good little heart to heart today. They came in early, and it was Coach Sanders and the old line, and we watched film. I told them check your feelings at the door, fellas, because we're gonna get this straight. Because as they go, we go, and they didn't have a very good game. Mm. So, you know, little things like sure. just the that's what they don't understand is the little stuff especially in football means the world, right? Especially on the yeah. O-line. It's not like, go get this guy. It's take my first step. 
which puts everything else in the right position or punch with my left hand, not my right hand. Or there's just so many little bitty, mighty things that, that no one really gets unless you're in the field house or you played mm-hmm. that, you know, all those little bitty minutia things that have to be perfect for something to work. And we're learning, we're learning. So they're, they're getting there. The effort and the want to is there. Sure. So we're, we're okay there. Those kids never quit Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, even even when it kind of got to the point where it was like, you know, twenty eight nothing, and I'm like, keep fighting, and we did, and you yeah. saw the result Scored, there at the yeah. end. Absolutely. What is the itinerary looking like for Clovis? It's not an overnight trip. Yeah, thank gosh. You know, it's but it's a three hour it's drive. A yeah, know? it's still yeah. a haul. Yeah, so we'll probably get out get out at lunch and and leave and get over there, get a little pregame meal right before we get out of town, um, carve them up. Sure. And. uh get there and and hopefully uh i don't like to sit around i don't like to get there too early um i'd rather just get off the bus roll the ball out and let's play football so mm. we try not to have a lot of time where we're sitting around i have you know some people they show up two hours early oh, or yeah. three hours early and they're sitting around and i don't want that i don't want those kids thinking about it let's just get off the bus and roll the ball out and play football so that's kind of our you know mentality when it comes to travel is you know, we take care of business and just get there and let's go. Let's we got to have a working bus, right? Yeah. Well, that helps. <laughs> yeah, that helps. But sure. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. I understand. So. Yeah. All right. So last question for you. This one a little bit off of what our norm is, I guess. <laughs> uh, biggest pet peeve in football? Oh. If one at all. Um, I got uh, several, and it's <laughs> and it's uh, it's actually to deal with coaches. It's football etiquette. Okay. Yeah, nothing gets me more mad than a coach that doesn't understand or respect the game. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and what I mean by that is a guy that's beating you 42 to 6, that throws a double reverse pass with two minutes left in the game. Right. They're like working that's, on that's, something a little that's tricky. That's not respecting the game. That's sure. not respecting your opponent. Um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. You know, and there's a lot of stuff that you can do, you know, those unwritten with baseball, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like it's unwritten rules, you know, like – but if you're beating me, beat me. You know, if you're running the ball up my throat and rocking and rolling and I can't stop it, that's fine. But don't do no tricky, you know, double reverse pass or onside kick it or call yeah. timeout with 32 seconds. You know, the little stuff oh, like yeah. that. That's my biggest pet peeve. And that, that's probably where my mouth gets me in trouble sometimes because I usually <laughs> let them know that's Bush League. You know, sure. like don't, you don't need to be doing that. Respect your kids. If, if you can't respect the game, you probably shouldn't be coaching the kids the game. And right. that that's my biggest pet peeve is so some of these coaches don't know, mm. you know, so they need to be a little more, uh, you know, educated, maybe. But yeah, educated. <laughs> and then maybe we need to be a little bit more specific on who we get yeah. coaching license to. But, sure. But yeah, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves is is because is, sometime at one point in time, you're not going to be good. Yeah. You're, you're going to be on the other side of that fence. Yeah. And I've been on both sides. And yeah, it's. uh karma yeah so absolutely yeah, that's, my, that's my pet peeve thank you coach absolutely, appreciate man. it uh very good luck to you and the boys uh against clovis on the road yep. it, it should be good we'll be all right